You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who was selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's gotta be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. We've talked about so many things today already in this broadcast that make you think, what kind of weird place are we living? Well, when Ben Ford left his wife to pursue a relationship with his mother, He claimed that their relationship wasn't incest. Instead, Ford, 32, and his mother, Kim, 51, claimed that their sexual relationship is a result of so-called genetic sexual attraction, which is a term used for biological relatives who feel sexual attraction towards each other after meeting as adults. That's right. His mother put him up for adoption when he was first born. They just met. Genetic sexual attraction. The couple's claim and the ethical and biological decisions surrounding it have gone viral since the mother and son story was featured on a local New Day magazine. And look at the happy couple. Oh, my gosh. Look at them. They're just so, so GSA, genetic sexual attraction. We were like two peas in a pod and meant to be together. Yeah, mother and son. No, no, it's not. It's us. We have genetic sexual attraction. We love each other so much. Uh The two began exchanging phone calls, and by the time they met in person, it was, we felt like we'd known each other for years, Uh, maybe because she's your mother. Soon they began to experience a sexual attraction for one another. Although she said she initially felt confused concerning her attraction to her son, Wes said that after she read about GSA on the internet, it was okay. I felt relieved. There's a name for how I'm feeling, so it's okay. Genetic sexual attraction. (laughs) Oh, goody. I know people will say we're disgusting. Yeah, they will. And that we should be able to control our feelings. Yeah, you should. But when you're hit by a love so consuming... You are willing to give up everything for it. 
You have to fight for it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance and something Ben and I are not willing to walk away from. After Ford informed his wife of his attraction to his mother, his wife beat him over the head with a bowl. No, she didn't. She should have. They went and flew to Michigan so they could meet another couple who claimed to be living out GSA life. We're not alone. The mother and son sexual relationship has drawn an array of responses. You think? But hey, the two in Michigan are just like us, living out a GSA life. So, and those two are, are hoping to have a baby together. So, we're okay, right? Right. This is is what happens. This is what happens. Genetic sexual attraction. If you feel like you're doing something weird, if you feel, you know... I'm doing something that most people think is weird and wrong. I'm going to go online for just a second, and I'm going to find out (laughs) if there's a name for how I'm feeling. And if there is, (laughs) oh, my gosh, that's so good, because now I can act on how I'm feeling because... It's okay, they have a name for it, and there's someone else in the country of 350, 400 million people, there's two other people that are saying they have the same thing. So it's okay. Agonizing. Agonizing. It's what you get. It's what you get. You know what else you get? You get rules and regulations that don't make any sense. And I can't tell you, since I've moved to Texas, how many times I've said to myself, oh my gosh, this is happening in Texas. How could that be? And yet, it is. It happens in Texas. Now, this story, out of Magnolia, Texas. It's a suburb of Houston. Pick up your child from school and you could be charged with trespassing. The threat against parents at Bear Branch Elementary School in Magnolia. The school's tactic is to keep parents who live close to the school from walking on school grounds. The horror. Now, at one school that my oldest son used to go to, um, where you had, I don't know, a neighborhood surrounding it. I mean, I know I'm 150 years old, but I used to walk to school every stinking day. Rain, snow, sun. 
didn't matter. You walked to school. Some people had to walk a longer distance than others. That's what happened. But when I used to go, but my eldest son, would the school, one elementary school that he went to at one time, we lived not far from the school itself. And when you went to pick up your kids at the school, you could walk up to, oh, I don't know, the gate. Not right up to the school. They have a fenced-in area where the kids would play, and that's the gate that opened up for the kids to come out, and the parents would pick them up in the cars in the back road, and other parents would wait, I don't know, on the sidewalk. Waiting for their kids to come running out of school. Yay, school's out. There's mom or dad. But this school, no. Um, This is their pickup policy. It's been in place since the beginning of this school year. The principal has decided that no matter how close the student lives to the school, the student must either take the bus or the parent must wait in in the pickup line. Try and walk your student off the campus and you, you could face criminal charges. A couple of parents are... They've already pulled their kids out of the school. They're still trying to fight it. The principal is like, eh, tough. That's my rule. Okay? And while this is a separate school rule, it led me back to this happened in Texas. And then I looked at federal regulations in all 50 states. And a regdata.org site, 50 states, listed, rated the top regulated states. The impact of federal regulation on all 50 states. Now, who's number one? Coming in at number one. Louisiana affected, impacted most by federal regulations. Number six in the top 13, Texas. Amazing. Impacted by federal regulations the most. Coming in at number six, Texas. Now, they're probably going to tell you, but Jeff, that's because of the oil and the natural gas. Um, There's all kinds of federal regulations on them, so that puts you top of the list. Oh, okay. How about uh, Kansas coming in at 12? What about them? How about uh, Nebraska coming in at number seven? How about them? How about Wyoming Uh, coming in at number three? How about them? Montana, 10th. North Dakota, 9th. Indiana, 4th. Oh, number five, Kentucky. And number eight, West Virginia. That's the top 13 states impacted the most by federal regulations. Agonizing. And I'm really getting tired of hearing, and this is happening in Texas. Real tired of hearing that. Because for the most part, everybody thinks that Texas is so great, right? I mean, I I don't dislike Texas. But when Texas is number six, the sixth highest state impacted by federal regulations, and we say California is 29th. 
either something is wrong with how they put this whole thing together or something is really wrong. Because I'm real tired of hearing, and this happened in Texas. People moved here for a reason, and that was for less government on your life. And now it seems that there isn't less government in your life. And that, my friends, is bad. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company. And it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country. And they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents I trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real estate agents, I trust.com.